Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Before Bernardo, 30 years ago, there was Clifford Olson from British Columbia. More than 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Mass murderer of uh, BC children. In fact, Tony just uh, t- t- tweeted a little earlier to at the Roy Green Show. Every British Columbian within a few years of 60 years of age today remembers Olson. We were all scared, posted Tony. And they had reason to be scared. Olson pled guilty to murdering um, 11 children. And uh, this was shortly after he received what was called the Cash for Bodies deal. He was paid $100,000 to help locate the victims of 10 children that he murdered. He got paid $100,000. That was for his wife, he said. Uh, Sharon and uh, Gary Rosenfeld, who formed Victims of Violence in Canada, Oregon National Organization, they became a particular target of Olson's because well, they said uh, publicly that he had raped and murdered their son, And Olson said, I was convicted of murdering your son, not raping him. And so he threatened the Rosenfelds with a libel suit. And their lawyer told them to put their house in their daughter's name. Because if Olson won the case, then he would get their house, even though he's never going to leave the prison. And as you know, we've said this before. um, Here's a guy who was too dangerous to leave his prison. But he was eligible for Section 745 early parole hearings. And for one of those hearings in British Columbia, Olson was flown by private jet from Saskatchewan to British Columbia so he could attend the hearing. The aforementioned Rosenfelds, Gary and Sharon, were living in Ottawa, and the federal government of the day said, no, we're not going to pay for your transport to BC. You just take care of that yourselves. Well, the Police Association of Canada bought the airline tickets for the Rosenfelds, and Olson attended the hearing. John Nunziata was a liberal member of parliament. I always thought a very good one, very honorable. John, at the time, um, the Trecham was running around the country saying, we'll scrap the GST. Um, when when they didn't do that, John didn't vote with the government because he said, we made a promise to Canadians, we, we didn't keep it, and for that he was booted out of the party. So he ran as an independent, and the liberals threw everything at him, but he won anyway. In his writing, uh, criminal lawyer now in uh, in Toronto, John. Good to speak with you. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Um, I do some criminal work, but um, it's been many years since I focused solely on criminal law. But okay. I have a different perspective now on what the government should do. Yeah, well, that's a topic for you and I to discuss another day. But talk. I you came into the studio. With me in 90, was it 96, 96 or 97, when Olson had written that grotesque letter to you because you had worked hard to do away with Section 745. Can you remind us about that? Uh, Yes, well, Section 745 uh, allows people that are uh, sentenced to first-degree murder or more than 15 years to apply to get released sooner, which is somewhat ridiculous. So I moved a motion to get it out. Now, it was brought in because of uh, the issue of capital punishment. 
And uh, I'm of the view now that we need to bring back capital punishment. We have so many people in prison now convicted of first-degree murder. And first-degree murder is where you plan to kill someone. And um, Olson and Bernardo should have been electrocuted or hung or whatever to, and that would, I think, um, have an effect on people that want to do first degree murder. Like I once knew someone who wanted to murder someone. They said, well, it's worth it for me to kill them. And then I'll be out when I'm, uh, you know, 15 years from now and I'll be 50. So it's worth doing. But if he knew he would be killed, I don't think he would have done it. Yeah, he it was. Olson was a, was a. How would you describe him? Because he was he sued everybody. Eventually, a, a judge in Canada declared him a vexatious litigant. He wasn't allowed to sue anymore. He wasn't allowed to contact Canadian media anymore. He entered that international poetry contest. And he was constantly in people's faces. He constantly sought the attention, John, as you well remember, and he got it. Yeah. He got the attention he wanted. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have. And, uh, like, he was, even though he, he murdered 11 children, somehow he got child pornography. That's right. While he was in prison. And then he entered that contest. I don't know why they would allow that. And then he applied for Section 745, and I was opposed to it. And I went to the uh, the initial hearing. He was denied it. But, um, yeah, and, and now with Paul Bernardo, I think the overwhelming majority of Canadians uh, disagree with uh, making life easier for Bernardo by moving him to uh, a less serious prison. Does it feel to you like the beginning of a step-down program for, for Bernardo? Because it does to me. Yes. Yeah, of course. And uh, that's just not fair. It's not fair to um, the people he murdered and uh, their offsprings. And it was first-degree murder. Mm-hmm. And he got a life sentence. So when you get a life sentence, it means that you know, you could be released on parole, but you're not allowed to associate or be with other known criminals. Otherwise, they could arrest you again. But I think more Canadians now would support capital punishment because what the cost is to taxpayers when you have, I don't know how many are in prison for first degree murder now, but it must be billions of dollars to... Um, Take care of them. There have been the cases of first-degree murder conviction, like uh, David Milkard, who was innocent. It took 23 years for David to be exonerated, and I got to know him quite well. So there is that uh, there's that concern. But you know, with uh, with with Bernardo and then with Olson previously, I would have no issues with that. He also Olson manipulated the federal government, got eleven hundred dollars a month in old age security and guaranteed income supplement, and boasted about it. And only because he boasted about it did the government cut him off. It was it was a, it was an insane period with this guy. Uh, yes, and um, there was another similar case, and uh, we reached out to the mother who was receiving the pension 
to send us a copy. And uh, we got a copy, and then the government, again, they shouldn't have given it. You know, once you're convicted of an offense and you're in in prison, you should not be. You should not qualify for old age security or any other government uh, pension. You know, you were one of the few, uh, as I recall, you were one of the few sitting members of parliament who stayed consistent in your attacks on Section 745 and consistent. I mean, you, you made it a case to be on that case. You were consistent on that. You were consistent in challenging Olson. He hated you for that. He sent you that uh, that letter. I remember, you, again, you were reading it in the studio with me. He signed it. He signed it. The, the, the Beast from B.C., remember? Yeah, yes, I remember yeah. that. Now, I don't have a copy of it now. No, I'm, I'm glad you don't, but... Uh, but, but you were consistent in that, and I thought we were we were far too willing to allow that um, that situation to just eventually peter out and disappear. I know public. I know people lose interest in issues and stories after a while, but I thought this one needed to stay. And and here we have Bernardo. We're going to be on this as a, as a nation for a period of time. People are going to argue with me about it, but then we'll let it we'll let it drift. It'll come back when he has his parole hearing in November. But it'll they'll let it drift from their consciousness again. We can't afford to do that. Yeah. Well, it's uh, as I said, the uh, our criminal justice system is is getting unfair. I don't know if you knew about uh, an individual that killed a police officer in Ontario, and uh, he had other. What happened was he was. Uh, charged with um, a serious offense and and he had offenses before that as well and he was denied bail and then he was uh, he appealed the fact that he was denied bail to the uh, court of appeal and the judge said because you're aboriginal you could be released. That was and last after December. He was released. He went and murdered the police. That officer. was last December. OPP officers stopped to help them because the car was in the ditch. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so I know the, the Trudeau government now. There's so much concern. I know, uh, you know, we have a high crime rate now in Toronto, and uh, our premier Doug Ford wants uh, the bail hearing process to uh, to change so that individuals aren't released so a lot of crime crimes take place with those individuals that have committed other crimes if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear leave us a review and tell a friend i'm roy green have a great weekend 